right, ladies. I have one last question. Jujubee, which team should I send home this week and why? I believe that Jarlexis might be the one to go next. I love you guys, you know this. I just find that sometimes you may place yourself in a box. Alexis, same question. Let's send home Latrice and Manella. Would you say they're your biggest competition? Biggest? Yes. <laughs> Latrice Royale, same question. Jarlexis, because I can't understand a word they're saying. I'm just gonna read the fuck out everybody right here. Everybody think that we're not competition just because we speak another language. But we are all-stars, no matter where we come from. And I'm gonna tell y'all something. Y'all better watch out. We're working together to send all of you motherfuckers home. She said that. She did say that. She said that. She said that very clearly. She's done it. Yeah, she's done it. Yeah. For God's sake. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I get it. We've talked about this. This is this running theme we've talked about with these uh, Latinx queens where they're just written off as uh, less intelligent, less capable, less present simply because their capacity of the English language is different. Right. Or they have a strong accent. Right. I mean, I it, it makes me think, though, that, I don't know, this question always, whenever RuPaul asks who should go home, mm-hmm. is always a way to kind of stir the pot. And I feel mm-hmm. like at this point in the season, like something needs to be stirred up. There needs to be some sort of drama. Mm-hmm. And because the queens are in teams and because they're all kind of getting along mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, we have uh, Mimi on first and Pandora gone. Right. I mean, not for nothing, but they had to bring in Tatiana to untuck. I was going to say <laughs> another. And it seems like they just called her up and they're like, can you make a video really quick? Right. And she like put on her makeup really right, quick. Right. She looked terrible. Yeah. I mean, that was unfortunate. And and, and it, trying to create this drama. And I don't know. It, well, it was silly because it was like she was reading them all for filth and doing pretty well for the most part. But then she wasn't even there. I know. So it yeah. was like, OK, what do we do with this? Yeah. yeah. And. I mean, I wonder even when they asked her to film that, if if it was like that night, because she didn't mention any other queens that weren't there. Like she didn't say anything about Pandora or, you know. Yeah, she didn't say anything about Chad or Chanel either. So I feel like they were selective of which ones they showed. Right. Um, so I don't know. And I never really got any tea on like. Uh, she said something about Chanel. Oh, did she? Yeah. She says, uh, Chanel, oh, I know you. Uh, winners think don't want. Yeah. Winners don't want. Oh, they that's, win. That's right. That was really good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah. So I feel like this conversation. Conflict that was created between uh, Yarlexis and basically everybody else. Yeah. Um, and and perhaps even the reason why they were chosen to stay, even though they got, I think they got the least amount of points. They said in Untucked, Yarlexis got the so. least amount of points on the street. Yeah, that um, makes sense. I mean. Runway aside, right. uh, yeah, the fact that Latrice and Manila are are kind of pitted against them, it kind of. Uh, it kind of exploded a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think... I mean, or do you think it was just created? Well, you know, I feel like when, when I watch this, that moment when Alexis has that speech, and I love them. We're working together to send all you mother- motherfuckers home. Like, I love that. But it felt so produced, whether self-produced or produced-produced, right. that it was like, okay. And there's also that element of because it's teams... And everybody, everyone kind of knows what they're in for here. Like it's not, it's not the same show. We're not on the same show, Leah Remini. Right. You kind of wonder how much these queens are kind of like 
helping produce this thing. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, also the fact that Yara, Yara didn't say anything. She was just kind of looking mm-hmm. kind of, kind of like animal-like. She's trying to keep her head up, you know? Yeah. She had that, you know. Uh, and Alexis kind of stood to the front. I, I mean, another instance that I feel like the producer's hand was in here is that in Untucked, I think it was Yara says... Oh, you all, th- or maybe it was Alexis. Y'all think that I'm uh, riding on Yara's coattails. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever said that actually to them. Yeah, I think that's right, 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 right. Like I don't know where would and she so, get that from. Yeah, so I feel like the producers told them that, and then mm-hmm. you know you kind of see a lot more of, of right. these producers being like, "All right, we have to make something happen, right?" Because we, this season is bombing. Yeah, because we only know it from the Talking Heads, right? Of uh, that Alexis is riding ours coattails. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, clearly, yeah. it's from those interviews. Well, we heard from Juju that uh, she seems to think that you're uh, riding on Yara's coattails. Or how even do you feel even they would say like, "How do you feel about the other queens thinking that you're riding Yara's yeah. coattails?" You know, it's so Mm -hmm. easy to just kind of like put that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And create that doubt. I mean, you know, it it, it goes back to the question we keep asking every episode, or at least I keep asking of like, what what went wrong with All Stars 1? You know, and obviously it's a combination of things. And and the team Team challenges. The teams was one conflict. No conflict. Each challenge was also, I mean, well, maybe the Gaffin was a nice idea. But why not Snatch Game? And then this challenge we'll talk about. This one veered completely off into a ditch yeah yeah i mean I, we we were definitely not on the same show like wh- i didn't like this is one of those uh challenges. i mean i get i mean we'll get into it but i get why this is a a challenge on drag race i, okay, do I was going to say i don't get why this is okay a well we'll talk race. about that yeah. later let's um let's jump into the episode let's then and in. kind of figure out where this conflict came from mm-hmm. uh so why don't you tell our listeners what they're listening to well they are of course listening to another episode of all right mary she said that all right, Mary, um, which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. And today we are continuing our recap of All Stars 1 in preparation for All Stars 3 at the end mm, of this month. And very excited. Yeah. I might have to work that night. Ugh, oh, I really hope I don't have to work that night. That's a bummer. I haven't thought about that. There's night. a viewing party at my friend's house. I'm just like, oh, oh. I really want to go. Yeah. Well, I think you need to <laughs> call in sick. No, I can't. Can't. It's not one of those things. Like right. well, <laughs> I already tried. I actually already asked off, and we're seeing what can happen. But I mean, I went to Barcelona and made the first episode of season nine happen. So I. <laughs> um, but anyway Well I, I mean I just won't be able to watch it live Yeah okay alright yeah. fair enough Yeah. Um, well Mary's of course we are uh, Discussing today the Queens Behaving Badly Episode of All and Stars were, They were definitely behaving badly I mean it was I think I titled this um, Stunts on the Streets A Nightmare in Day Drag uh, Stunts on the Streets A Nightmare in the Sheets Yeah, yeah. Nightmare in the Sheets Yeah <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Or how Latrice lost her dignity Completely in a public garbage can There you go yeah. Or yeah Or how Alexis Mateo Said something really racist <laughs> Oh that's right Yeah which then became Like the Reddit You know it took me forever To understand where that came from Because oh, really? the subreddit Would say that all the time Oh And I was like oh, What is this like what really? Oh, I, even I remember this. Oh, yeah. Well, just let me know, girl. All Stars is kind of a, you know, it's been a fever dream up until a few <clears> Oh, for ago. sure, for yeah. sure. It's, and, you know, Untucked, all new for me. Yeah, no, Didn't understand. Too. I was like, I don't remember that many Hunger Game references. Yes. And then we get a mouthful. We get the entirety of Catching Fire in one <laughs> scene. It just... Ay ay ay! Mocking Chad. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Chad mocking Jay. <laughs> yeah, it was, she volunteers. Yeah, she volunteers. Yeah, she volunteers as ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she volunteers as insufferable. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> yeah. So, um, so let's jump in. All right. I'm, I'm ready. Mean, you know, know? The, it's funny. We were just talking about this, and the first notes that I have are um, Latrice as dead weight and Alexis riding Yara's coattails. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, the first notes I wrote are like these are all starts, mm-hmm. and I, I I just keep remembering that they're really here, especially this first season. It just seems like they're here for more exposure, mm-hmm. and that it's not about necessarily winning. I mean, right. I think it's about Chad winning. It's about Chad winning and everyone else getting a little more screen time. Sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and maybe even Yara because I just love her. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and I, I wonder if, especially in this challenge and even the mini challenge and past mini challenges, it seems like they're all just kind of there having fun, especially Latrice in that sense. She's mm-hmm. like, she's having a good time. There's, oh, yeah. I just don't feel like the stakes are that high. They, at least they're not as high as they seemed in all-stars 2 where there was like if i fail shit i'm gonna be blown up on twitter you know that's a really good question is if the only real i mean there were some small differences season i mean they they were there for like a week right but like i the fact that they were in teams can't be the only reason why the stakes in all-stars 1 did not feel as high as the stake in all stakes in all-stars 2 like what was the what was the real difference? Is it because of social media? Is it because of where the show was when All Stars two yeah. came out? Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, certainly. And like the fandom that comes with a queen like uh, Alaska and a queen like Katya, Bianca like, Del Rio. But there's like for All Stars two, there's there's this younger, more intense fan base that's like more active on social media, right? Um, and I feel like we see that representative in the fan base of Katya in Alaska. Like there are Valentina, for example, like these are very wonder, loud fans. And I wonder if the stakes and even the, de- the demand for all stars two uh, would have been less if all stars one had gone well. Right. I mean, I think th- it's almost like all stars one was either too early mm-hmm. or it was rushed. Right. I think it was, it felt rushed. Okay. I think it felt rushed. I, feel like they had enough seasons under their, under their belt. They had enough potential queens who could come back. Sure. Um, except for Angina. Except Sorry. for Angina. Still. Like what? Yeah. Like somebody, you know. Yeah. Somebody, uh, somebody. Somebody, somebody. Yeah. Um, there's a reference no one but us is getting <laughs> no at this moment. No one but us. Yeah. It's okay. Um, and anyone else who was in the audience of Machinal <laughs> four years ago. <laughs> oh my God. Um, great, great play. Great play. Uh, um, and like there'd be so few people because that play had only been put on the first time back in the 20s before right. we saw it. Right. Anyway. Anyway. It's my Ellen. <laughs> So, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, all stars, one, all stars, one, all stars two. where's angina? Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. That's what we put that out to our Marys is why, why was all stars two so much more successful than all stars one? I mean, besides the obvious fact, besides the obvious fact, cause I just that don't it believe was not that team that was challenges. It. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I, I think it's about the fan kind of being hungry mm-hmm. it's yeah. hunger games hunger yeah. Ga- oh yeah. shit sure there i go um <laughs> there i go there i, I go <laughs> <laughs> what's my weakness rupaul yeah. <laughs> um i i just wrote down the note juju as trans dresser i thought that was oh trans dresser. i thought that was really funny oh. um that's what uh raven had called <laughs> yes, her um the next note i have is that i would love to see actually i wouldn't but uh a super cut of the queens reacting to she-males you know, whenever they cut like Ruse doing the message, and then the queens are like, "Ooh, oh yeah!" Like they're like reacting as if she's in the room. Oh, you don't notice this? I, you know, I might. Chad I'm... Michaels is the worst. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's the absolute worst at it. Um, or the best at it. Well, the best, but like, 
<laughs> yeah. And what it makes me think of is, I mean, Chad Michaels at some point in, I think, season four, and I think it was like the first or second episode, he's one of the safe queens. And then RuPaul, I think it must be the first episode, and RuPaul says something like, oh, uh, and next time, uh, like basically says, step it up. And, and Chad quietly says, yes, ma'am. Oh, I and think like, I saw, I, th- I definitely remember that. Unnecessary. Yeah, definitely remember that. Unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just feel like <laughs> Chad had a specific reaction. This you know, episode. Chad took the note of his improv class or acting is all about reaction. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Chad was yes anding every moment he could get. Yeah. Oh, brother. Yes. And um, yes, so and. yes. And uh, the, the mini challenge. Uh, oh, man. I just wrote down. The red-blooded all-American men. Oh, honey, you got a big storm coming. Because, <laughs> all right, Mary, is it going to tear this apart? Oh, man. That was my first thought. Like, this this is just... I, like, as soon as they announced, you know, butched male selfies and queens with guy phones, I was like, God, we're going to spend the whole episode phones. talking about Guy this. phones. Yeah, guy phones. First of all, we've talked about guy phones exactly. as we have to gender objects now right. so that men feel more comfortable using them. Right, right. I mean, I don't think RuPaul is at all kind of promoting no. that idea but it it's in the nomenclature sure. i mean it, it's just like what people say sure merce mm-hmm. man bag yeah mm-hmm. right. yeah um yeah i mean this mini challenge where they had to determine what a sexy butch male looks like right it was butch male realness but my question was like was the winner of the challenge the sexiest picks because mm-hmm. that's what rupaul said or mm-hmm. is it the butch's pick because like uh-huh. it, it would be different right because you can also say the sexiest pick is actually you know not butch right i mean to me like when manila said well i brought a banana oh. i was like well you win yeah you're my kind i mean of that's queen. hilarious yeah that's great yeah um, i mean for me uh before actually we, i should just talk about the sounds of the lambs quote by chad michaels oh my god would we- you fuck me <laughs> i'd fuck me it was <laughs> i mean spot on spot on and chad out of drag has a very specific face sure it's a euphemism <laughs> so it goes really well uh with that moment um, And then I love when Jujubee said That Chad Michaels is uh, A cross between Burt Reynolds And Cher Right, right baby. Which is, yeah It's, it's very appropriate Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, You know uh, to, your, to your question of Who wins To me Your Alexis won Because it was the most Thorough illusion um, Yeah That it was not about Most butch or most sexy It it's, was the most It was compl- drag It was the most complete drag Yes exactly yes. It was drag It was transformative It yeah. was uh, So over the top Masculine With right. the pose They were actually Like playing They, be- yeah, they became it was These like characters yeah. yeah Whereas everyone else Was just kind of doing These insecure interpretations Oh my god Insecure That's so it's That's perfect Because the way that I saw the rest Of the queens mm-hmm. Was as if they were Posing for like one of their app pictures. Yes. So I actually like like went through the other queens and said which uh, like app or sure. dating app sure. they would yeah. be on. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny that you say it's their most insecure mm-hmm. butch because I mean when you go on those apps, I mean it's like screaming insecurities often. Oh, often. It is. And the more someone is posing and doing the butch pose, right? The more they're they're. Uh, flagrantly insecure sure like, it's, like there's um, i mean it is a type of drag right it but, is. but it's it's so because it's so revealing yeah well there's so there's this trend on i guess it's all the apps but i know on scruff it's a big trend um what's scruff oh i don't know her <laughs> yeah um i'm only on christian mingle um, <laughs> um are there gay people on christian mingle i don't know i don't know i mean i know there's christian gays but you know um 
So uh, there's this trend of bareface, and it is if you know it, you know what I'm talking about, Marys. And if you don't, you've seen it. You just don't know what it's called. Okay, what is it? I, I can't do it because I can't really grow a good <laughs> facial hair. But like, and I can't do it. But it's this kind of like. It's this face that guys do, and the best interpretation is, I don't normally take pictures of myself, but okay. It's kind of like that. <laughs> like a yogi bear? Like it's kind of why is it the bear face? Because like it's it's like bears okay. do it. It's like, hmm, you oh, know. Oh, that face. That oh, face. I totally have seen yeah, it. That yeah, that face. With the, the mouth is to the side yeah. and yeah. one side of the face is scrunched. Like, right. It's like, mm, I don't know what I'm doing here. And they're really kind of like mm. Right. And it kind of makes them look hot and it kind of makes them look relatable, but it's just it's a pose. <laughs> Our listeners are like, what the Right. Fuck? It's like when girls We'll post some pics. Yeah. When girls in pictures they they post their hands on their hip and they stick it out so because it makes them look skinny. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But then everybody's Turn, doing twist. It. Turn. Twist. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, everyone's doing it. I know what you're doing. I don't think you look skinny. I think you look ridiculous. Right. It's like duck lips. It's like duck lips. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Like a Kardashian uh, kind of thing. Right. Right. So, um, so yeah. So I felt like there was a lot of attempted bare face in these pictures. Oh, but but go on. Okay. Your, so yeah. Juju B was serving clear okay cupid realness. Yeah, she was looking for love. It was yeah, <laughs> looking for love. She's ready for the real thing. <laughs> She likes to have fun. She loves to have fun. She loves having fun. Yeah, you know what she really And she likes? loves to laugh. She loves to laugh. It's in her profile, like, <laughs> header. Loves to laugh. Yeah, loves to laugh 22. Loves to laugh 22. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and she um, she loves a quiet night in. Um, she loves. But she also likes to go out. Oh, she's just as happy on the dance floor as she is on the couch. <laughs> So um, <laughs> she's very down to earth. Yeah, yeah. And she's and, looking for somebody else who's down to earth. And she's definitely looking for someone else who's also down to earth. Minimal drama. And when you ask, she her, doesn't want to be teleported to Mars. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the scooter. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and when you ask her what she's looking for, she should she should say mostly my keys. <laughs> Because that's what everybody says on Scruff. What are you looking for? Somewhat religious. Yeah. Somewhat religious. <laughs> Drink socially. No tattoos. Smokes never. Smokes never. Cats okay. <laughs> oh, Juju B. She does have cats. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Raven was serving, like, this was clear to me, Adam for Adam. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Adam I for bet Adam. she still uses it on desktop. <laughs> That clunky old site. So, I mean, it's uh, it was Adam for Adam for me because, like, it was, like, a spot-on face. Mm-hmm. It was a little feminine. Yeah. And there yeah. was no no real expression. It was just this kind of blank, like, mm-hmm. pseudo-smile. Right. Just, like... Smiling smiling lips, but not smiling eyes. Or the opposite. Yeah. I think I think he'd be smiling lips. I think he'd be dead in the eyes. Right. Smiling face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he didn't have, like, a shirt on. So, like, it. Lo- I was like, okay, this is Adam for Adam. Right. He's looking for now. <laughs> he's looking for raw loads. Like, I look okay, right? I yeah. Look, yeah, right. Yeah. Come have me over. Yeah, he's, you know, he's available all afternoon. Um, Chad, because of his age, and he was wearing sunglasses, because the worst thing to do in oh, a profile so- pic is to wear sunglasses. Oh, yeah. It was uh, servinggay.com. Because he was do- you oh, using it in the 90s. Yeah, day.com. <laughs> little chat windows popping up everywhere. Yeah, you and know? he had the facial hair. It was right. like leaning back. It right. was like the worst selfie ever, uh, hiding his body. And whenever I see someone in sunglasses, I always just imagine behind that it's just like two piss pits in the sand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like wh- like dead. <laughs> Gopher holes. <laughs> With a couple of robin eggs in there. You know? <laughs> 
That's what I picture. So don't wear sunglasses. <laughs> don't wear sunglasses. Because I imagine Paris. that Steve Buscemi is behind behind them. <laughs> And so it's only worse than what you really look like. Yeah, and you know, when he's having sex, he sounds like Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> getting a massage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, that's my Gilbert Godfrey, yeah. Um, Chanel, it, this is this one's a little obscure, and it's a little now, but it looked like her Venmo ID pick. Her Venmo ID <laughs> pick. Yeah, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Just oh. like, like, almost like there were other people in the picture that she had to get cut out. Right, right, right. And right. then, you know, she, so she cropped it just to her face. Right. And it was just like this awkward, with the eyebrow raised, mm-hmm. uh, the wrong angle, wearing a hat. And she just paid Jake $80 for utilities, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Popcorn emoji. Yeah, popcorn yeah. emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Latrice, this was uh, clear to me, was like a, a manhunt grinder pick. Oh, yeah, no. I think that um, this could be like an old manhunt picture. Like, because manhunt is like it was dead like, in the water. It was way too close. It was using like a like a terrible. She like, wasn't smiling. She terrible. Yeah, like it yeah. was like like the, the bad filter, bad, bad filter. lighting. Yeah. This was one of those old manhunt pictures. Like, that it still has the manhunt icon in the right. Yeah, yeah. Corner. it looks yeah. it looks like you know uh, you know she's got a basement, right? And that's where she's, she took the picture, yeah. and that's where you're gonna stay <laughs> exactly. after you come over for a long, long time. Exactly. Manhunt yeah. pictures always look so creepy. Oh God, manhunt. It was always just like that's what they're gonna have to do when I get disappear after meeting this guy is they're gonna have to have a manhunt yeah, to look gonna, for my body. Well, and they're gonna have to go on to manhunt, yeah, to try to track down the messages, yeah. Um, and Manila because of the 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 whimsiness yes. of the banana, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a grinder pick. Grinder pick, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a grinder picture. Yeah. She doesn't take it too seriously. Her profile has jokes in it. She says her age is ninety two. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's also somewhat of kind of like a, a racial joke because sure. a banana or a Twinkie, yo. The outside white on the inside like one of those oh offensive. i hadn't even thought of that. yeah banana or twinkie oh yeah. oh so what is that if, what what would yell on the outside what on the inside i mean i guess that's it. like an I, asian person that is uh or that, uh, acts? that acts white yeah okay that's what i was trying to understand is what is that i understood yellow and white but yeah, what yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, infer yeah. i mean it's totally offensive sure I mean, yeah. but uh you know it, it it seemed like one of those references yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway so those are that's my that's that was my everybody. review. Yeah, that's my review. Oh. And then, and then you have your Alexis that were doing drag, like it right. was put on. Oh, that's it was, right. it, they looked like drag kings, which mm-hmm. I think is like the where you needed to go. Right. But all the others, yes, were were broadcasting their insecurities. Yes, I would even say <laughs> Chanel was giving me MySpace realness at the oh, same time. Oh, sure. Hat, yes, you know, yes, MySpace. You know the, the trucker MySpace. hat era, like. <laughs> Oh God! And you know, it's like if this was 2007 and MySpace and Chanel lived in the area, you'd be like, "Hey, let's have coffee." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, "So, what do you like to do?" Yeah, yeah. I, I like the Killers too. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you a Mr. Brightside fan? Oh yeah. man. Um, yeah. So, so that's my review. You know, and in terms of this, this butch male realness and and putting on another gender. I mean. I enjoyed where this mini challenge was going, right? I, I, I like why yeah. it was there mm-hmm. because they're, you know, promoting this idea that gender is something to put on. Yeah. Unfortunately, only two of the queens really got it. The others right. were just like, okay, this is me out of drag. It's mm-hmm. like, that's not what I think we were going for. We I, weren't going for you out of drag. We were going for butch drag. Right. Like, that's an aesthetic. Right. You're doing a certain type of drag. And it's I a think, queer aesthetic. I think what happened is for a lot of these queens, 
like and we we find out about this later with Latrice is like a nerve really gets hit and uh, they are insecure and they are suddenly having to confront something that like I think you know most gay men walk around with this is like um how to present yourself in a way that is sexy and sexy equals butch sexy equals mask you know at least in terms of like in capital letters and what we see broadcast everywhere oh yeah and so I feel like they couldn't just have fun with it because it fit was too close to home sure you know sure no I'm I'm totally with you um the okay so the street challenge yeah so the street challenge so let's talk about Ruju B well before we do that Mm -hmm. um for me, the reason why I think this is actually an appropriate drag race challenge mm-hmm. is that this was, to me, I saw it as testing their kind of banter ability, their mm-hmm. ability to connect with people very quickly, which I think as a drag queen, you need to do. You need to yeah. get out there and have them connect with you mm-hmm. and then so that they're in on your joke and they get who you are, they get your aesthetic. Right. And meanwhile, in the same breath, this is RuPaul's nightmare. I'm talking to strangers. Yeah. I mean, in oh, drag, you might be able to do it, but RuPaul would like hate this. She says people freak me out. Yeah. That's an interesting context that like you almost like can see in that context. You see RuPaul wherever they <laughs> in are. The back, watching, she's going to do it. Oh my it? God, she's going to do it. <laughs> That's so extroverted. Yeah, you know? It's almost like she's like taking notes or, yeah. or like watching an experiment. Like, right. Okay, how do other people do it? Right, right. Or just it's like almost <laughs> indulging and in like, oh, I'm going to watch them do it because I would right. never. Or like, what can they make humans do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a really she's gonna interesting moment. She's going to do it? She's just going to do it? People just do this? <laughs> Because she's so untrusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and just to obviously Mary's, if you haven't seen the episode, um, as Manila explains, I think four times, it's a total criminal of, you know, the crazier the antics you get people to do on the street, the more points you get. Like she explains this so many times. Right, right, right. So they're doing these series of, of, uh, you know, uh, skits and, and pranks and things with strangers in the street, like, you know, eat these grapes out of my hand let me spray you know whipped cream down your pants yeah bark yeah. like a dog blah yeah, blah walk blah. me like a dog yeah. right and so let me p- put on these granny panties right and so there's yeah. one queen out there with another one with her uh you know on, on an earpiece in her ear so oh right yeah. um yeah. so just to kind of set up what we're walking into here yeah so you know i feel like the the, the point of the challenge is convince anybody to do anything right mm-hmm. so again i'm just I, that's how i walked into this challenge i'm like okay Who's gonna? Who's doing this the best? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's doing this the best? And we can go through it, but I'll just start. Uh, get right to the chase. Certainly, Chad and Chanel won. Yeah, you know, I and I think that Chanel. They're pros. Well, Chanel was the power of desperation. <laughs> you know, I mean, she was she was lighting up the whole town. With well, you know, she was she was serving Kirstie Alley realness. I thought Mary. that she was she was giving me Sharon Osbourne impersonator. <laughs> She's also giving me Madame LaQueer realness. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Um, yeah, wait. So you, what did you say she was giving you? Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Oh. Anytime Chanel Kirstie even Alley. vaguely looks like Kirstie Pushy. Alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big. Desperate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big. Big. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and and uh, I, I thought it was great. I love when she was like, how you doing? I, I mean, I thought she connected mm-hmm. well, and I, she was yeah. able to just kind of like push herself onto people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. "All right, there's a drag queen. This right. is fabulous." And Chad, Roger Rabbit aside, sorry, I Colin, could not <laughs> believe what she was making me watch. <laughs> well, you know, the the thing that I loved about Chad is that she looked absolutely gorgeous. She had those stupid shoes on. <laughs> 
Because I just love that moment where Chanel was like, what kind of shoes should we wear? And Chad says, oh, I got these. Comfortable ones and pulls out these clunky mules. <laughs> and it's like, these will do. They're, they're like Chelsea boots, right? Yeah, they, I guess. Suede I, Chelsea I boots. I just wanted to call them, you know, mules. I don't know. I don't think that's what they are, but they look like. <laughs> my mules are barking. My, yeah, my mules are barking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, she pulled up the stupid shoes. She did the Roger Rabbit. But, yes. No, I mean, I mean, they, I think they totally got it. I think mm-hmm. they totally were like, okay, we got to do this quick. We're right. ready to do this. And, mm-hmm. and they were able to connect. Then other people that I also loved because they were the most entertaining was Yara and Alexis. They were very entertaining. They were so yeah. funny. Even even Alexis with her, you know, ga- gaff with the Manila sure, girl. Sure. She had the right idea. She's like, I'm going to do this how I shop with my boyfriend. I'm mm-hmm. going to hold his hand and then not let go until I, w- I get what I want. It's like, all right, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's a little creepy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a little creepy. Topical humor. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was all like, okay, gold digger, you know, know just like, just you like know, trophy wife. Of, it was like, if they want to be let go, let them go. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Well, I, yes, hopefully. I, sure. Um, um, I and also, then Yara, oh, my God, I just love You're going to pee on yourself. <laughs> so funny. I, she looked cute. She looked cute. I mean, yeah. I, I, she's like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. It was like this little chihuahua. <laughs> just, hey, hey. Um, and that's not racial, is it? No, she's just like a y- little yipping dog. She was like a little Saint Bernard. She was like a little Japanese dog. A little Shiba Inu. A little Shiba Inu. She was giving me, sh- you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Shiba Inu. It wouldn't be all right, Mary, if I didn't call out. Right? That yeah. Reference. Do you hear those alarms in the distance? Oh, the social shit. justice. You know, warriors? you can put that away, Mary. No, 2018. All right. Um, um, and so, so I loved them. Mm-hmm. And then you had. Um, uh, Manila and Latrice, which was just really frustrating and slow and hard to watch. And I got to say, Latrice looked like Holiday Heart. Oh, some <laughs> Holiday Heart realness. I, I mean, feel terrible, but like she just looked a mess. Yeah, I wrote down that she looked like a lost receptionist. Like she was just <laughs> like, does anyone know... I'm trying to find. I need to go pick up. She's a new. She's a temp. She's a temp. Exactly. She's a temp. <laughs> she's a temp. And the boss has sent her out. And he's like, "Can you go?" To Have such you a- ever temped in yes. an office before? Yes. It is the most horrible experience. It's awful. It it's- is so stressful. You mm-hmm. have literally people talking in your ear, mm-hmm. phones ringing, fax yeah. machines going off. Right. Yeah. You know, email time. this. Somebody coming through the door. This right. person wants coffee. Ugh, you got to buzz this person in. You're just right. like, leave me alone. I yeah. need to surf the internet yeah and I'm, I'm on facebook i'm on facebook and and i don't have patrick and i won't have patrick because <laughs> i don't know what a i'm not gonna is. do the coat where does the coat, gonna, go? where's the coat go <laughs> i'm looking in your bag right now um yeah where were you i have to pee <laughs> <laughs> bursting yeah uh, i am um, no i i i thought that latrice was really hope hopeless um i thought manila did oh she was oh, fine manila yeah. was fine i yeah, thought she that she fine. yeah i don't think she looked that good but she was fine uh, I I wrote down this note, um, and I don't even remember the context, but at some point Manila does this like mama like moment, and I don't even remember what it was, but I wrote down that it was a nice throwback to her lip sync. It was like a similar pose. She does like the hands oh, out. Oh, oh um, I remember it. Okay, it's this yeah. Manila pose. She even does it in the lip sync. Right. It's Manila's best pose. Sure. It should have won her the lip sync. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> I disagree, but okay. We'll get there. Uh, right. So, but what I want to say about Rujubi is that. Once they got Juju on the street and Raven in the sheet, uh, I thought they did so much better. Oh my God, Juju was so good. Yeah, and Raven- She was so charming. She was so magnetic. Mm -hmm. She was so sweet. Yeah. You know, yeah, and Raven- Well, I think that Raven, she's focused, she's bossy. Sure. 
that was the right role for her. It's like put queens in their strength. Yeah. And that was the right combination. Yeah. Raven was good at kind of like giving orders. Yeah. 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 And, and she stayed focused and she was right. like keeping things. Juju on was not good in the other role. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's that. It's and Raven is, is like, come on, come on, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's this like is like heads controlled. up. Some people are good at guessing and some people are good at giving right, clues. There you go. I am. I don't remember which one I'm, I'm good at. I think I'm good at getting the clues. Oh, you're good at getting it, Colin? Yeah, I'm good at getting it. I'm also good at giving it, but you know. Also good at heads. So, oh my um, God, how's your head? <laughs> no complaints yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us to por- teleport <laughs> us to Mars. <laughs> oh, there's a pumpkin in my tub. <laughs> Another Tammy line from last episode we didn't get to oh, talk about. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you know that was the that's all the notes I really had because for it was the whole just, episode. No, oh, okay. for 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 this challenge because yeah, me otherwise. Too. You know, it was interesting watching RuPaul just kind of sit back and just watch uh, yeah. in, in terms of, like, taking notes on these humans right, and how right. do they do it. And, like, peeking around the curtain, like, oh, my God, <laughs> did she do? Did she put the underwear on? Is she going to do it? Is I just love do? when she said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then that takes us to the next day workroom. Oh, and this is a very social justice corner, very, all right, Mary. This is a very all right, Mary moment, yeah. Yeah, um, when Latrice is talking about how she doesn't, have much pride in herself as a boy she doesn't feel sexy when she gets out of drag um and it's hard for her and she sees all the other guys like they're able to pull off their boy side they're Mm -hmm. able to be that kind of person in the bar that you could hit on right right that they can uh they can be as a they can be considered an attractive man and an attractive woman because as an attractive woman people are drawn to drag queens and they're and often the compliment is oh my god you're so beautiful you look great there's a lot of attention to their appearance yeah and so because they see artistry they see vulnerability they see or that's armor right yeah they also see you know extravagance sure and over Over the the top top, you know and so it's hard to not notice and so i can only imagine the the how the dichotomy between that and then being just your your male self and just feeling invisible right and you know it's interesting because you know you have raven and i think even chad said it maybe chanel that when they put on drag it's like a it's it's their art and they're Mm -hmm. able to just do their art and then when they're a boy it's like okay now i'm a boy and it's fine Mm -hmm. whereas someone like latrice is clearly using drag actually to access confidence Mm -hmm. something that she lacks you know because raven and chad might lack something Mm -hmm. you know that they need in drag whereas latrice it seems like she's accessing something uh, you know, physical in terms of her uh, insecurities. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it it kind of goes back to why I think that Latrice didn't do well in this challenge. Is that Latrice doesn't? She's she's not an aggressive queen. And what I mean is that she's she's she doesn't feel like an in your face. She's a big personality, but she's not like this in your face like aggressive person. I feel like she's very gracious. She's very receptive. She's, she's very sweet. Very sweet. She'll yeah. she uh, when she performs, she puts on a show. Right. But I don't think that she is like um, this like intense extrovert. Right. You know. And so I think that um, it makes sense to me that. The drag is this access point for her for so much more. Yeah, um, and it also makes me very happy to know that Latrice is at a very happily ever after. She recently got married. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and it's so funny because she and her husband—they're just such an odd couple. They're like he's this like short, skinny little white guy, and she's you know Latrice. So oh just yeah, this cute pairing. Oh, I didn't um, know that. I have to look at pictures. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, what was it? Uh, Manila says uh, a sentence that was too small. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it was so big Mm -hmm. She said The media has us thinking That there's a certain type of man That's attractive Mm -hmm. And I feel like That could have been Just Parsed out even more Yeah Because not even the media 
but the gay media, right? You oh. think about porn. Yeah. And when you go to the stats of porn, black male porn is not, I mean, it's it's not as clicked on as much as white male porn. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I feel like a lot of times when it is clicked on, it's... And you could bring this conversation to just like media in general, obviously, right. which is what Manila brings. Mm-hmm. But I think also gay men... They're, they grew up with an even smaller view mm-hmm. of what attractive is. Yeah, and I think I think black gay porn or you know black men in porn. I think it's they're they're not treated they're not revered oh, the same way white men sure, are. Sure, they're pigeonholed. It's, right, it's mandingo. Yeah. You know, right, right. and there, it, it's all a stereotype. It's all a, it's all this aggressive yeah. stereotype that hood. It, yeah, it's yeah. All, and, and prison. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a definition of masculinity that is. Um, Beyond our own experience, you know, I feel like it's so, it's such a heavier weight, you know, for black gay men or for black men in general, right? Um, and so uh, that makes sense. That what also makes me think of is on Scruff, they have they'll show you the most woofed guys for the last day, or the most, you know, the woof is like the sending a compliment um, for our Marys who aren't aware. Um, <laughs> Mary, you knew um, Buzz's girlfriend, yeah, b- woof. Woof. yeah. Um, but when you look at the little grid of like the most woofed guys, it is the exact same type. And I know that scruff is traditionally for a certain type of guy, but it, it is all body types on there, all yeah. different types of guys. But it is one specific type. It is rarely a guy who's not white or light skinned. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the double edged sword about the apps in general is that the fact that you can filter by race. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before, but mm-hmm. like the fact that you can filter by race is really fucked up. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that it certainly helps and saves time quote unquote Mm -hmm. which is also fucked up yeah saves time Mm -hmm. um but it it's fucked up because you don't see different people or people that Mm -hmm. that look different or you don't get uh uh uh, the ability to even connect with people Mm -hmm. or you know if you're a racist on scruff and somebody of color messages you you block them like that's you have an opportunity to reinforce these ideas. It's it's so segregated on yeah. these apps. And mm-hmm. so for someone like Latrice to come in here and be like, you know, I don't feel that attractive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a product. There are so many men like this, especially of color mm-hmm. and let alone big mm-hmm. that, um, you know, are just dealt this terrible deal. Yeah. And yeah. or this terrible hand. And they're 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 left you know, having to fend for themselves and it sucks. Right. It's like you're, you're rejected by your own community. You're rejected by other communities. Right. It's, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of people within the queer community, um, who are familiar with that. But I think when you, when you layer in the racial element, it's, you know, I mean, I, I think, God, you think of these, these people out there who are people of color, who are trans, who are, you know what I mean? And it's like, Oh my God. Right. You got, you know, Talk about a rough hand. You basically have like a two, a four in the instruction card. You know what I right. mean? And I mean, <clears throat> the other thing is, is that we could see it as a rough hand or we could see it as, all right, now you know who mm-hmm. you are yeah. and, mm-hmm. and go for it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I just know the reality of the world and it, mm-hmm. and it's, it fucking sucks. Yeah. It's so cruel. Well, and that's what I mean. <clears throat> rough hand, I don't mean like, oh boy, you you are all these terrible things. You are just in a world that does not know how to respond right, to these, right, terrib- right. These, these, these terrible things. I'm saying they're terrible. It's a terrible world that, world that doesn't know how to respond to these things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, to these just traits. To these yeah. traits, yeah, yeah because they just don't fit. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I, the conversation kind of didn't go there. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It just kind of stayed in this idea of like, oh, well, I use drag to do this. And then mm-hmm. Latrice is like, yeah, well, I'm not sexy. Done. Right. And I feel like there was a little bit of patronizing. Like, oh, I, no, you're sick. No, you're cute. Like, I don't know if that was in the show, but I feel like that's how people respond <clears throat> in those situations. Oh, yeah, right. Because right, they don't right, know right, how right. to like. Oh, but you're so sweet. You're, no, yeah. of course, you'll find somebody. Right. And, and there's always this tone of like, well, I wouldn't fuck you, but someone will. Like, there's always yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, how do you you look at somebody and say it's about confidence it's about like mm-hmm. trying to get rid of the haters trying mm-hmm. to understand why you feel the way you feel right trying to call out the things mm-hmm. when they're they're done to you right as opposed to making you feel a certain way because right. you do have the power it 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 just has to come from within and it's, right it's, it's, and somebody and and i think latrice is a good example because i think we as fans of the show and, and of drag would someone look at someone like latrice and she has this beautiful personality and i know that sounds like a backhanded compliment but well some people i mean but it's not a but but it to just like harp on her looks one way or the other is a waste of time because that changes but like who latrice is who you know i can't remember his uh christopher that's his name something um who that person is is a beautiful energy people are so drawn to her right and uh it that she can't tap into that mm-hmm. and feel that um and to have that big of a spirit i feel like is a good mirror to a lot of other people who can't see their own stuff and can't sure. see their own shine and it's sure. like listen like even someone like latrice has a trouble ta- has a hard time seeing it right so it's it's a good reminder that we're all kind of dealing with the same stuff yeah yeah, you know? there you go. Yeah. Well, um, I uh, do you want to move on to the runway? Yeah, ruse and her ruffles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> purple ruffles. Yeah, purple ruffles. Purple ruffles. Purple ruffles. Purple, purple. Yeah. Um, Michelle is at an 18 in this outfit. <laughs> it's just gotten bigger and bigger. The tattoo and her yeah. cleavage. I mean, yeah. yeah, she looks like a Norwegian cruise line. She's it's just like... She- <laughs> She needs to take it down a notch. Royal Caribbean. Yeah, she's giving. <laughs> Please you welcome to the stage. stage Royal Caribbean. <laughs> oh man. Um, you know, I appreciate her extravagance because sure. it's all stars one. You know, oh, it's like, sure. okay, do it, girl. Yeah, I'm not I'm, yeah, no, she can wear whatever At she least wants. Somebody is. Well, yeah, and then of course, uh Amanda Kaczynski was there. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Rachel Trash. Oh, Amanda Kaczynski. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Sorry, Amanda. I couldn't help it. Well, you know, the, the problem with Rachel Dratch on this show is, you know, you're like, oh, Rachel Dratch. And then she just isn't funny. She's this, this wet blanket. It's, yeah, it's it's Rachel Dratch out of drag. <laughs> She's just like, guys, I like, this is actually who I really am. She's so sweet. She seemed really sweet. And during sweet. the lip sync, she was like, her stars were in her eyes. She yeah. was like, what am I watching? Right. Like she, I mean, again, somebody who is, who like does such outlandish things on TV. And then here she is like, as if she's just like a fan. Like, well, and it, yeah. Right, and especially next to Janice Dickinson, and you're just like, uh, oh, the, the Jan- drag queen at the end of the I table. I know that the the Paula Abdul Juliette Lewis. Oh my of god, this season. Yes, I mean, I could go for a Janice Dickinson regular guest star. I know that she she's crazy. Did you see her on Top Model ever? No. Okay, so the Top Model viewers, Marys, that have seen her on Top Model, I mean, she is ridiculous yeah. she's vicious I can we imagine. got a we got an email from uh one of our marys talking about how she was on a reality show i think it was um, oh god i think it was uh um like uh what's that like 
like yeah. surreal surreal life oh it's surreal life and she like pulls a knife on somebody oh she pulled a knife on like omarosa <laughs> yes omarosa yeah, yes yeah, former white house uh so staff member. Yeah. i mean she is she is always playing to the camera she is starving for attention yes and she uh the, the, still poses like she is 20 years old yeah and doesn't look like she's 20 years no, old no she looks like she's she, done a lot of work yeah, yeah yeah there's not even like I mean, you can sure it's an aesthetic, and you can call that beautiful. But like she, like it just looks like she's trying. It looks like she's in a shell. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, it looks like she is in a shell that is. There's a hole in the back, and it's draining. You know what sure. I mean? It's and like, I will have it every season. Sure, I'm <laughs> I'm fine with it. I love the part where she leaned over the around the table and go. I thought it was really funny, Rachel. Didn't you think that was funny? Oh yeah, yeah. It's as if Rachel <laughs> right. Trash wasn't saying much and just like I don't know, guys. Well, I, and and Janice is kind of this like bully in the room. Like, mm-hmm. oh come on, what do you think, Rachel? Right, right, right. Oh yeah. my god, I, and I just felt like oh. Michelle hates her. I know yeah. it. Oh I my god. It. Oh, I was I wrote that down. Yeah. Michelle hates her. Cuz Michelle had an issue with Yara's hair and then Janice. I thought Janice made a good point. She's like, "Um, no, this is this is fashion. This is Gautier. Like this is, you know, designers would pay for this." And it was like, right. "Okay, that's fair." Cuz to just for for Michelle to be sitting there looking like the Lusitania and for Yara to come out with a thing on her head and for Michelle to be like, I don't know, it's a little much. It's like pot or kettle. I know. I'm just, I, there you go, Mary. Mm-hmm. And it's the pot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, also it's a drag show. Like they need to be in yeah. drag. Right. Right. It's <sighs> like. I, so okay, so then we got Juju B who came out, you know. I mean, yeah, with her holiday spirit realness. This, this you know, was, this was uh, made ho- for me. Yeah, this was made for me. <laughs> Just because you took it back to the store and got a smaller size doesn't mean it was made for you. Just because you took it to your tailor and got to take yeah, it in. Yeah, right? Because we all got a tailor slash laundromat. You, you and know. I both know. You and I both know. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, her hair was flat. Jujubee. Yeah. And I, yeah. When you when you put Jujubee next to Raven, mm-hmm. even Chad and Chanel, mm-hmm. and then Yara and Alexis, you're like, girl, you're on a drag show. Right. This is all stars. Right. This is not enough. Beat your fucking face, girl. Right. Like, do something. Um, yeah, do something. Do something, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> so let's... Uh, let, let's. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at my notes. Oh, so... Oh, here we go. I just wanted to find my, my looks notes. Okay. Um, I mean, Raven, she was the appropriating the Harajuku culture. I. This is the look that I love. Oh, you did I love I love it. this look. I think it's such a creative, clever look. I'm glad that the makeup was different, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't love it. I just saw so much of Raven under there, and it, it didn't transform for me. Uh, this one... I thought it was weird. Oh. I got where she was going, because I know that look. Yeah. And, you know... It, Appropriation aside, it's like okay, it just seemed half done. I don't. I, I I didn't bother me at all. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a, a clean, clever look. I thought I I loved the patterns. I loved the black and the white and the red. The granny panties thing didn't bother me. I thought the makeup was super interesting. The but, hair was the best part about it. Yeah, for I, me. to me, I felt like she did a lot with with technically not very much right you know um and then next to jujubee i mean well I'm she not, didn't help jujubee out at all yeah if anything it made raven look even better yeah juju you know? needed bigger hair juju needed to go bigger juju needed i think as she always does mm-hmm. to step out of herself she still wasn't bringing the fire yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and uh yeah so i i felt like that they were a little imbalanced um Shad? Shad. <clears throat> I, thought, I just wrote nondescript. I was like, okay, drag queens. Yeah, I wrote Anne and Nancy Wilson on tour in the late 90s. <laughs> Barracuda. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. You know? Till now, <laughs> you know? always got my 
Chad like with that that mullet. Oh, it's just like I didn't like I didn't like Chad's wig. I terrible. And it, I just it looked like three wigs in one and you could tell. And I could see yeah, yeah. where one stopped and the other one yeah. started sort of. Um Yarlexis now it was a little much with the hair helicopter windmill thing, but at least their makeup was like fabulous. Alexis was totally brought up by a Yara, Yara Sophia yes. kind of makeover. I'm so glad that Yara was saying in the workroom, like, this is my my runway. Right. And I really it's appreciated that. And it was a great idea. Like, I mean, her makeup looked so good, Alexis's. Yeah, it was It was probably one of the best looks I've ever seen of Alexis, at least makeup-wise. Yeah, yeah. The, the dress fit her. It was so big. It was such a big piece. Yeah, it was. It had shape, and I liked it. Mm. And I, I liked the fur or the hair. I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was great. Yeah, it just. I, it was easier for me to get together with Yara's look than Alexis's. I thought Yara's was just so cool. When I look at Yara's, I, there was so much to look at. Yeah, and that's my kind of my only complaint, mm-hmm. and also my compliment. It's also what I love about her is when she right. steps out on the runway. I'm like, I don't know where to look like, first. Whoa. Yeah, I'm gonna need to spend some time with this. Yeah. It took me a while to really appreciate that dress. Yeah, I mean, you could say that if you can't fit through a door. You're doing too much And I think That's just right I think that's fine yeah. I think You know I think of all the other queens I think of Ivy Winters Coming out in stilts It's like yeah Right That whole idea of Go to the back Push row it. And then tell me to bring it back Yeah Absolutely Yeah, yeah. Absolutely We're on All Stars mm-hmm. 1 Are we on the same show Are we on the same show I'm quoting that yeah, <laughs> I know Remini. I can't help it um, So Latrice and Manila I You know I mean, it was really... Manila totally transformed, which I love. Oh, Manila's was amazing. I love that she said it was this reference to this movie, The Seventh Seal. So I, I didn't look that up. What I, is that? I meant to look it up. I've heard of it, and I think I know what she's talking about. It. I, I can't remember if it's an Ingmar Bergman film, um, but I think I know what... It, I think she's referring to like a like repre- a character who like is playing like death or like the grim reaper or like oh oh i see it oh my god yes it is death it is igmar bergman yeah um and who's in it it's uh oh gunner bjornstrand oh sure oh my god (laughs) what a cutie back then uh (laughs) i don't know any of these people maybe i should banked eckerot played death who i think is you don't know banked (laughs) oh well, he retired. It's early. a black and white film. It looks super creepy, actually. Mm. Uh, Death and Antonius Block choose sides for the chess game. Death gets the black pieces. Okay. Well, All right. Why I gotta be black? Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, you know. So I and I also love that Manila entered All Stars with a shoe on her head and left All Stars with a shoe on her head. <laughs> I was like, well, that was there. You go. A bit bad idea. Yeah. I mean, they called her Wednesday Adams, which I I totally got. It's I fine. Like, okay, a little and go. and and a little bit of Morticia, but certainly sure. more Wednesday. And I'll tell mm. you who I think she looks like during the lip sync because it changes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For me, <laughs> it gets worse. She does a face that goes somewhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Latrice, on the other hand, she was. I got the divine makeup. I got but it. But there was nothing else. And I felt like... It just was so boring. I'm like, you're on All Stars. Yeah. Like, she could have taken that illusion even further. Yeah. She could have really done a Yara with, with a Divine illusion. You know what I mean? I think what she could have done... Because <clears throat> what Divine did is she painted the, the you know, the brows way, oh, yeah. way up baldy. to the top yeah, of her forehead. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so the wig line was always like basically like the crown of her head. Right. And so I think that Latrice could have done something similar. Right. And just, because re- this wasn't enough for me. Yeah. And then the dress with the corset, I thought was, it didn't do anything for me. 
It it was it was boring. Yeah, and it's you know, and and, and, and uh, not to say that she's not a great queen. No, but th- like this is all stars, and I'm just kind of like, oh god, this season is so boring. Yeah, yeah, and like Latrice is just she's more of a charisma queen, and uh, she, and that's fine. Yeah, and and not she's a, she's a killer lip synker. We know that. Yeah, she can dance. She could split. She can do all kinds of shit. Um, she can stretch. She can stretch. She can kiss. She's the only one who get my tits popping right. But she <laughs> showgirl. D- yeah, show. That's my showgirl's reference. Um, but she does not really pull off a look. Yeah, very often. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, is that it? I think that's I it. I think that's it. I yeah. mean, Chad wins. Yeah, or Chad, Chad wins. wins. Yeah, Chad, Chad wins. You know, let's be fair. Um, and then we have that. Uh, oh, the conflict. We yeah. have that moment the which we've gone into. Um, you know, one of the notes that I took was I. What if uh, Manila and Pandora had been paired up? Because Mimi and Latrice were similarly because they're both big. Or? No, not because they're big, but just obviously after all this compassion discussion about standards of beauty, because these two fat queens should be put together. No, I mean, you know what, Margaret, us <laughs> big girls got to stick together. Exactly. Um, no, just because I think that they they weren't bringing the stuff for all stars. You know, they, mm. I, it's weird to think that Latrice was kind of riffraff. Um, that is weird. Yeah. But I think that Manila obviously was doing really well. And I think Pandora had a lot of potential. Right. And I wonder if the two of them were on a team together, would they have like scooted to the, you know, not maybe to win, but like towards the top. Yeah. You know? Maybe. Um, I, I mean, I think <clears throat> with, with Chad Jujubee and Raven in the race. It's kind of like, all right, Manila and Latrice. They were. You know, Yara get... Sophia. I mean, again, mm-hmm. Yara Sophia was like she should have been in the top three. Yeah, many mm-hmm. people believe that when that season aired. Even Tatiana, she's like, don't give Alexis another free pass. Oh my god, that was like a killer read. Um, so do you want to talk about the lip sync now? Uh, give me a beat. Give me a beat. So I gotta say this. Manila Manila started to look like Richard O'Brien as Riff Raff from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, when she did that one fit. Yes, yes. That's who she became. And I'm like, of course you lost. Oh, we... (laughs) I'm like, that's bizarre, Mary. Oh, I thought that... (laughs) That was, I mean, that's what I loved. I, Manila was was like, she's like, well, it's all stars. I'm going to give you everything, and she didn't. Maybe do, on Dragula season four. You didn't think? I mean, uh, what? Oh, what was Juju was Juju was doing her her rocker chicks performance. She was walking <laughs> around like that, like she wasn't doing anything. Yeah, you're right. And they also didn't show a lot of Juju B. No, but they were showing that Manila was doing these things that win queens lip syncs. She was giving face. She was capitalizing on moments. She wasn't just going along with the song she was kind of creating elements of it that were specifically manila okay. she did this with macarthur park she did, right you know right. what i mean like she takes it the next level this is she's a good lip syncer she's a great lip syncer yeah um but there's no way that they would have kept latrice and manila that's the only reason that manila uh did not win that lip sync i'm okay. convinced all right i just i didn't see any like i mean if raven and jujubee went home it would have been like what it would have been crazy but what? let's say they did go home I think that Latrilla still would have gone home next. I think, sure. I think that if I think that if um, oh, it wouldn't have been Yarlexis. No, so I, I I think they would have then been like, okay. Well, we have to get rid of Latrilla now. They're not strong oh, enough. Oh, okay. And then it would have come down to Yarlexis and Shad, and it would have been the same turnout. Oh, right. I think it would have been. Oh God, if it came down to Yara and Chad. <gasps> uh, 
Yara. I could get into that. I love Yara. Because that to me is like two different, it's kind of like Bibi and Nina, two very different queens. Okay, you know, you it's go. like it's exciting. Yeah. Or Sasha and uh, Peppermint. Right. You know, uh, I'd be into that. Right. But it's not what happened. Shay and Sasha. Well, for a minute there. Oh, yeah. For a minute yeah. there. Um, I lost myself. Thank I you. I lost myself. Oh, what is that? I, I know that. Radiohead. <gasps> Karma that's, Police. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't sing it in the upper octave to spare your ears, Mary's. Oh, you you could have. You could have. <laughs> We would have welcomed it. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Yeah. Um, I do believe that they should revise this lip sync, lip sync, and bring it back and have somebody else do it. I mean, it's, it's a, a good, song. it's a good song. It's a great yeah. song. Um, I did love. I was very impressed that RuPaul in her goodbye said, "My brainy and courageous queens, I think I'm going to miss you the most." Tidman, Lion, Scarecrow, one reference. There you go. Unbelievable. Yeah, and it made sense. Yeah, this queen and her writers. Uh, Unbelievable kind of I just thought The fact that she crammed All that into one line mm. and It all made sense Yeah Worth watching All Stars Just for that uh, Is it? Yes <laughs> <laughs> I think Tammy Brown Makes it worth it No It isn't No It isn't <laughs> um, yeah. um, So The Untucked The Untucked I'm gonna go grab my notes So why don't you get started I'll get started So uh, what I would like To start talking about Just briefly Is the Shad banter um, which of course is because Chad and Chanel are alone in the um, All Stars Lounge, and are so self-aware that they are on television. Oh God! It yeah. feels scripted. It feels like they're reading off a script. It feels like this is a table reading. Oh, there's no question. Um, the the whole thing of like, well, you know, two great minds think alike, and we're smart enough to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Oh. I mean, it was it was just platitude after platitude after mm-hmm. platitude. Yeah, and I. I, I was so bored and I was like, oh my God, these queens are just jerking each other off. I know, They're I celebrating, which is fine, but like they, they, they were too good at the camera. Mm-hmm. They were, they were both school as fuck. Yeah. And, I mean, and just being so kind. Yeah. The bumper stickers were keeping the bumper on, you know right. what I mean? It was just right. like, oh, this all this is. But you know what I did love about this is that Chanel really wasn't having it with, with Chad. Yeah. I, I feel like Chanel was just kind of like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is weird because you All expect right. Chanel to be the one that everyone's kind of tolerating, like a little <laughs> unaware of herself in the room. Well, yeah, you have this is the Hunger Games, darling. Oh. Twelve tributes in and one leaves. May the odds be ever in your favor, darling. Ever in your favor. Send her home. And I'm just like, oh God. It's like that second- somebody's listening to you right now. Like you're actually saying this to somebody. Yeah, you're supposed to be having a conversation. And the other person isn't laughing. They're not responding. Right. I'm just like, stop. Right. That second ever in your favor is clearly too much. You got no response on the first one. Right. I just yeah, that and with the hands, with the, she's doing this like. Oh my god! You know what I mean? It was it was all for the camera, and you know, in that sense, it makes a good drag show. Sure. And she's like, "You're gonna use this in the trailer?" You know, like she's <laughs> totally giving them what they need. It's very Laganja in that sense, where she knows mm-hmm. that they can use this. She, yeah, yeah. I um, you know, I I appreciate we were. I think we were talking about this before we started recording. That one of the things that Chad said. Um, when he wasn't being a cringe fest was about Yada Sophia. Right. Um, and that how like smart and how creative she is. Are you saying how creative she is? And then he says, yeah, she's stupid like a fox. Mm. And at first I was like, okay, he's just like misspoke, but he thinks she's stupid. But then I was like, no, that Chad's smarter than this. Yeah. Stupid like a fox is a brilliant way to describe Yada Sophia because people underestimate how brilliant she is. Right. And she's going to send all you motherfuckers she's gonna home. Say, she, they're going to work together to send all you motherfuckers home. There you go. Um, put and that so, on a tote bag. Put that on a tote bag. <laughs> oh, yes. 
that's like should be projected on the Trump Tower, Mary. Oh my God, we're, <laughs> we're working work to- together. We're working together. To send all you motherfuckers home. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. I want that projected on t- on Trump Tower. Oh, or at least the Congress. You know, <laughs> am I asking for too much? Oh. So, um, I, 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 I think. Oh, it's- oh, oh! We have to talk about um, the the compliment, uh, the Alexis Michelle oh, moment, the Alexis Michelle moment. So Chad says, <laughs> Chad says about Raven and Juju He's like, yeah, we chose them to go home mm-hmm. because that's the biggest compliment you could give them. You know, you right. need to go because you're in our way. Right, right, and and you can just picturing little Alex Michael sitting there going, oh yeah, oh that's what that means. that's what that means. On flash oh, I forward, take that as a compliment. Yeah, 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 and then there she is in her, you know. Iroquois couture seasons later turquoise yeah her turquoise thinking that that's why they want to send her home right and not just because it was garbage day Um, (laughs) for the record I don't think that Alexis Michelle was garbage on that season but she certainly got in her head it's just creative talking I think I understand she's so much more talented than I'll ever be so um, I do a podcast talking about what she does (laughs) So let's just put things in perspective. I don't actually do it. Um, yeah, you know, uh, the the Raven versus Janice Dickinson comment. Oh, uh, the whole Janice monologue. Oh, yeah, she's like, well, the makeup comes off. This makeup comes off. Um, yeah. Also, Juju, I, was it in response to Janice where she says, you know what? Do me a favor. Fuck the, go, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And she does it in this like Boston accent. You know accent. what? Go fuck do yourself. Do me a favor. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I was like... That is the perfect way to build that up was, to go fuck yourself. No, that was, that was in response to Alexis. Because Alexis is like, our looks are sickening. And then she looks at Juju. She's like, it looks like you bought that store in an outfit. But or outfit, you bought yeah. that outfit in a store. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, that's when Juju is like, this was made for me. She's like, you know what? Do me a favor. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. In the talking head. Oh, I love it. I love it. Boston AF. Um, <laughs> um, we Should we talk about the Tatiana moment? Tea with Tati. Tea with I mean, Tati. What I love. She looked terrible. She looked terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I look stupid. I think I'm terrible. Or is it like just says, I feel dumb. I look stupid. I look stupid. <laughs> I don't want to tote back. I feel dumb. I look stupid. <laughs> and I look stupid is italicized. Um <laughs> So what I love about Tatiana here is this is, I forgot, because I think we always think about, not that Tatiana like went into hiding, but in the realm of Drag Race, we think season two, All-Stars two, and we forget that we get to see Tatiana in between all of that. Yeah, she learned how to read. She learned how to or read. Or somebody told her how to read. Yeah, I, this all sounded like Tatiana material. I felt like she, okay. this all felt like she, uh, this sounded like her. And it reminded me of kind of the stuff she was coming up with in All Stars too. Right. Um, <clears throat> it really is kind of interesting to see Tatiana like mid comeback and like before she really has her comeback on sure. Drag Race, um, and how they all kind of. It's interesting that they that, still are like Bar Queen. Yeah, they're in, still like, uh, and then even Jujubee's like, we did not. I did not betray Tatiana. Yeah, like this is still business. Yeah, yeah, right. It's and, still tea. Yeah, that Tatiana is still very much connected to the drama of season two. Right. Um. And, you know, and Raven is still like, you know, saying that thing of like, well, she can say all that there and she can say it all in an interview, but she can't say it to your face. Yeah. Um, though I don't know. I think that Tatiana gave it to Raven good at the reunion. So. Oh, she certainly gave it to her good at the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. And not um, in a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, the best comment I liked was, uh, you know, Alexis Mateo, you're the first to throw shade. Mm-hmm. But you should be the first to hide in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was a great read. That's great, yeah. <laughs> well, it was, and there was one. I think it was the Chanel one that I liked because you. Just, it, I think it's because oh, started, winners don't whine. Yeah, she's they like, win. I know you're probably sitting there thinking you should have won every challenge. She's like, oh, you're just. <laughs> 
digging. Um, <clears throat> you know, I I also appreciated. Uh, kind of moving on from the Tatiana segment, I appreciated Alexis kind of educating about the, pa- the pageant system. And she says, oh, you know, yeah. you guys keep writing off the pageant system. She's like, this is a pageant and you get judged on this, 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 and this. Like, I don't know how this is different. I don't know how that, that that's invalid, but this is. Well, and yes, to your, yes, and. Yes, and. Um, but, yes, and, but, mm-hmm. um, it's different than a pageant mm-hmm. because a pageant is very much about Sure, talent and mm. and the way that you look and whatever. But if you walked out there like a um, uh, a haunted house, who is oh, who's Max? no? Who is he doing an impression oh, of? Sharon oh, Needles. Sharon Needles. If yeah. you walk out there like Sharon Needles, mm. you are not winning that pageant. The pageant aesthetic mm. is a is a very specific one. So I think I think of um, the, the perfect example is a Coco and. Um, uh, why am I blanking? Alyssa. Alyssa Edwards. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, perfect examples, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even a um, uh, Kennedy Kennedy Davenport. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have these examples of polish. There's these standards that you rich mean. white woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I I think that certainly is different. But I think at the end of the day, it's it's less about the the context of what you're bringing to the runway, but just like what's expected. And I feel like there's this, like I think when they say pageant queen, it's like, oh, you haven't had to do as much as we have to do in this competition. You, you're not as well-rounded. But I feel like then you have a queen like Trinity Taylor, you know, who is... Uh, she's you know, a pageant queen. Yeah, who's, who's you know, died in the wool pageant queen. And but she's also a season nine pageant queen, Colin. But she's been doing pageants for a while. I, I just, I feel like she... I don't think it's because she's season nine. I just think that pageant queens can do more. Maybe the pageants don't always highlight that or like celebrate that or okay. judge based on that. But I think that a queen like... I Trin- don't think there's anything wrong with being a pageant queen, but mm-hmm. I do think that Drag Race uh, forces a, a queen to push beyond mm-hmm. a certain aesthetic or push beyond their own aesthetic and kind of fit a mold mm-hmm. of something else. It gives you time to kind of work and change. Mm-hmm. Whereas a pageant is here's the end product. Sure. Well, in drag race, you get critiques every week and you, you yeah. build upon them and then you show your progress. So certainly there is an element of it's a reality show. Yeah. That they're able to see you and evaluate and say, okay, here's something new we want to see versus a pageant. Here's what I presented for right. you. Here's what I've done here. And I am both my own judge and Contestant, right? Um, I hear that, but I th- I appreciate what Alexis was saying because I think, especially in this era of Drag Race, I think now we have an understanding that pageant queen, we've underestimated pageant queens, and we have queens like Trinity Taylor and Alyssa Edwards, and Alyssa Edwards, and you know down the line who've proven us wrong. But in All Stars one to era, I feel like it was important to hear someone like Alexis Mateo, who also got read for filth in her season for being this like you know uh, very basic Orlando queen. For her to who kind won of, three challenges? Who won three challenges? Yeah, um, it's it was good to hear her kind of be able to like have a rebuttal to all of that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I like Alexis Alexis Mateo, but again, like if I watched that season again, I'd be like, what were you doing? Well, well that's that's my main interest when we do season three, <clears throat> whenever that happens, is. How did Alexis Mateo yeah. get there? Yeah. I mean, I do like this fire. I like the fire that was on the runway, and perhaps mm-hmm. that's part of it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she had, you know, some very she had some great lip syncs when she was in the yeah. bottom. Maybe, maybe our Marius can chime in and let us know. Like, why was Alexis Mateo great? Like, why do you love Alexis yeah, Mateo? If you love Alexis Mateo, yeah. then like Because I'm open to loving her. Yeah. I, just, I want uh, to. In in this lineup of all stars, I'm just kinda like, all right. She she riding kind of, Yara. She's kind of riffraff. And if you look at who's, you know, quote unquote, and not the Richard O'Brien kind, not the 
That's Manila. That's Manila. That's Manila girl. That's Manila girl. I just saw Manila girl. Um, <laughs> I just saw Riff Raff girl. I just saw Riff Raff girl. Um, so uh, I also had the note that <clears throat> Chad admits to the elephant in the room, which is not a weight reference, um, that Chanel, he knows Chanel is riding his coattails. And, Ugh, I um, wonder what Chanel thought when she saw that. Right, and and to me, that's cold. It's super cold, and it and it. Felt and then even the producers like cut right to Chanel. She's like, I don't even know why I won that first challenge. Exactly. And, it, and I'm just like, oh, poor Chanel. Can't I, I kind of felt bad. Yeah, but it seemed like Chad was really kind of pulling a survivor with her. It's like I'm going to bring this. Obviously, she stuck with Chanel, but like looked at it as like, oh, I'll Never just in your favor. She's just going to bring this weak competitor. This like district. 12 loser and she's district one you know what i mean because you know chad is pan am realness and she's got you know rue over there <laughs> not rupaul <laughs> chanel. Oh, Ru, she's got, oh. she got chanel hiding in a tree you know waiting for when it's safe so it makes sense to me <laughs> right <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's just Chanel in a tree wailing like Lucille Ball. Oh, the yeah. mocking Chad. Yeah, the mocking Chad. <laughs> the Chad wailing like. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was like Max Muchnick as Lucille Ball. <laughs> as Chanel. <laughs> the layers. Um, oh. But you know, it's I I think if I were Chad, I would I would feel exactly the same way. I'd be like, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to showing off what I can do. Right. And until then, I'm gonna bring this old sidecar with me. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna carry this lovely purse. This, yeah, this, yeah, this this, <laughs> this lovely accessory, this lovely bag, this this big old canvas bag. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, it makes me think of Gia Gunn's bag when she walks. Oh up. yes, it's yes, a hula hoop bag. Right, right. Like if you, yeah, if you get like a picture, like Chad is is Gia taking off the sunglasses and Chanel is the bag <laughs> flopping on the table, <laughs> landing like fresh tilapia. landing like fresh tilapia. Yeah, yeah. and that's all um, right. I think that's the episode. All right, there's that episode, Mary. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, again, like I, uh, this episode brought all stars into the ditch. They have to try to get out of it. And let me tell you, preview for next week, they don't come out of it. No. <laughs> no, they don't. I haven't watched it yet, but I think it's the, this is the girl group challenge. Yes, with Kelly Osbourne. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, this, this episode is painful. Oh, it's fine. We're going to get through it because mm-hmm. All-Stars 3 is right around the corner. And, That's you know, right. it. I think next week I certainly want to talk about, uh, you know, continue our discussion of All-Stars 1 into All-Stars 2. And mm-hmm. then perhaps what they're going to do for All-Stars 3 to top All-Stars 2. Mm-hmm. So let's be honest. Who would want to top All-Stars oh, who 2? Who would want to top All-Stars 2? <laughs> oh, at all. Oh, at all. And well, I, so I, I think it'll be interesting to have that discussion as opposed to just kind of shitting on the episode because yeah, yeah. it's bad. It's bad. But I, you know, but I think that like we've, these first three episodes, we found more meat than I expected. We found more talking points than I expected. More uh, lunch meat. More lunch meat. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of bolognese and hams, yes. but you know. It's all Oscar Meyer, you know. It's nothing. That's not like high quality, um, but yeah, that's that's the episode. I mean, you know, it's rye. Put some butter on yeah, it. Yeah, it's rye. No problem. Put some butter on it. Oh, damn, Janice Dickinson was the butter this episode. Oh, she was. God, she, she was, was melting everywhere. She was just. She was a tub of country crock. <laughs> she was making that Reuben a Reuben. <laughs> Reuben. <laughs> if if RuPaul ever opens a sandwich shop. <laughs> The Janice Dickinson. The Janice, it's in a root, and a, it's a, a Reuben. Yeah. 
And it's mean to you. It's It's extra spicy. Yeah. And a little dry. (laughs) Uh, Oh, there you go, Mary. All right. You know, just held together by toothpicks. Yeah. There's eggshells in the bread. (laughs) Shells in here. Oh, God. Um, Crunchy. Very crunchy. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's our episode. Do you have any uh, Reddit on Reddit tea? I don't think I have. I don't think I've got anything noteworthy. You know, I wanted to bring our attention to uh, a tweet made by a writer from The Independent. Mm-hmm. His name is Lewis or Louis Staples. Uh-huh. Um, and here's the tweet. And I think this kind of relates a little bit to many of our discussions, but then even also very much... Drag race and uh, the, the 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 discussion about Latrice not feeling comfortable. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's the tweet. It goes, "Being gay is exhausting!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! You have to have an encyclopedic knowledge of every quote, scene, and facial expression from every single female celebrity, pop culture icon, and fictional character over the last twenty years, and know exactly what to type to find them in GIF form. I'm so all caps tired, and. I mean, we can certainly have our own long extended tweets about this, which we will in a second. Mm -hmm. But what was so brilliant and what I love so much about this tweet is the response from um, from gay people Mm -hmm. that that responded. So one of them was a GIF that said uh, and the the caption on the bottom is, I mean, you can go home if you're not having fun. (laughs) Another one was uh, Oprah kind of like closing a big book. I love that GIF. And it says, you must be new. Oh, I know that gif. And then another fabulous one is the scene from Mommy Dearest where they're pulling Joan Crawford yeah. off of uh, Christina. <laughs> so she's like, ah! Right. Perfect. I love that scene. Um, and uh, another noteworthy one is an interview with Britney Spears. And she's kind of bigger. And it's like, I think mm-hmm. while she's kind of going through it. Oh, she was having a rough era. And she's kind of crying. And she looks at the interviewer and she goes, yeah. Oh, yes. I know that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another one is what looks like Madonna in um, a car, uh, the, the carpool karaoke. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And she's kind of like looking shady to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is Elizabeth Taylor falling to the floor. Uh, Say no more. And then Michelle Visage saying, girl. Yeah. Um, and then another one, which is fabulous. The last one I'll talk about. <laughs> Gifts for blind people. <laughs> So this was uh, responded. It's just this like really, really buff, totally toned dude. And then very fittingly, he says, or you can simply be attractive, which I think is a fabulous Oof. response, Oof. you know, because it's true. Like, right. There's so much tea in that. Right. And then finally, the last I guess that's one. That's true. That's that's a very you don't. Yeah. Yeah. By Zach Skywalker. He says it's uh, the moonstruck gif of Cher saying, snap out of it. Right. Yeah. And I love that one the most. And I think that one's the most all right, Mary. Mm-hmm. Because this person who is complaining, and whether he means it or not, um, you have to snap out of this idea that you need to be like something else. Right. Or that because everybody else is doing it, you need to do it too. Right. If you don't get the pop culture references, then you don't get the pop culture references. Right. Plenty of people don't know them. Mm-hmm. Plenty of people don't get the whole gift culture. Right. 
Right. If that's not you, that's not you. Mm -hmm. But to put yourself into a box and to continue to push into something that's not you is going to make you look even more insecure, right. even more out of place. Mm -hmm. And to to any queen out there or any Mary out there that is feeling like, oh, I don't get this, I don't get this, I need to, I need to do this. What do I need to do this? What movies should I watch? Mm -hmm. Tell us what movies to watch. What movies do you like? Some people are just, especially gay people, and I think this is also kind of a, a, a more of a, a bigger conversation, but so many gay people are addicted to pop culture, especially in like the 90s, 80s mm -hmm. era, because there weren't any gay icons. Right. There was only so much media to consume, and so many of us were kind of left with the television as our babysitter. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we were constantly looking for an identity. Yeah. And we found it in these strong females. We found it in these pop cultural references that... Mm -hmm. That, that spoke to us in some way. And for right. some reason, collectively, it all happened. Mommy Dearest is a perfect example. Mm -hmm. um, John Waters movies. Like, we're looking for the code in the gayness, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. so if you are, especially if you're a younger gay, you don't need to decode uh, culture. You don't need to decode uh, media. So the appeal isn't is there because you don't really need to. No, and you're inundated with so much yeah. that you will feel overwhelmed if right. you're like, oh, I don't get this, I don't get mm -hmm. this, I don't get this. It's like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. That's okay. And more It's not going to make you a bad gay. And I and I would say this to Latrice. It's like, mm -hmm. even, even if you don't look like that, mm -hmm. it doesn't make you a bad gay. It doesn't make you unattractive. Right. You mm -hmm. just have to find out who you are and mm -hmm. how you are going to be sexy, how you're going to enter the dress. Mm -hmm. And like, more importantly do you want to get those references do you want to follow that stuff are you interested in that like that's part of it because like i'm not very i'm not very interested in sports i know this is shocking but i'm not <laughs> i i just it, what makes you think i'm interested in fashion, makes you interested in fashion. <laughs> um i'm just i just it just doesn't appeal to me that's all uh i fulfill the cliche so when people are going crazy about March Madness or about the Super Bowl or about whatever other bowl they're excited about. I, You're like, who's singing the national anthem? Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what's the halftime show? What are the commercials like? Because I give two shits about the game. I get why people are into it. I get what the appeal is. I have no interest in learning about it just so I can be a part of that. Right. Well, and, there's plenty of gay people that feel like because they need to be butcher or they need to mm -hmm. show their masculinity, they need to be into sports. Mm -hmm. Not just for the natural fact, oh yeah, I like mm -hmm. to play sports. And oh, I'm a competitive are, person. Some yeah. people are because they grew up with a family sure, that was really right. into sports, so that's the appeal yeah, to them. And, and it's beyond... If you're from Michigan, like you're into Michigan sports. Sure, and I yeah. get that. Like I, there's certain parts of the country where it's it's, it's like, you know, that's it's religion. Just, it's religion. Yeah. And I understand that. So Sunday night. If you are not into this stuff, if you're not if you don't want to get S old stuff? campy references, this pile of stuff, <laughs> who gives a shit? If you're into video games, I, I think I don't know anything about, and it's an entire culture. Right. And there are probably elements of that that are amazing. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I can't oh and you can go on that for mm -hmm. uh, in a little bit, but the thing that I don't like is when and this is I think speaking to this tweet. I hate it when other people shame gay people or when gay people shame each other mm -hmm. about not knowing a reference or you don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God. Especially older generations. Like you don't know who Julie Gar Judy Garland is like, mm -hmm. who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And we saw this in the makeover challenge in season two mm -hmm. when they're like, Oh, you call yourself a homosexual. Right. There's this idea that there's a, a, a gay culture is being lost. And that very well might be true. That is a separate conversation. The other conversation is why are we shaming you? Why are we right. making you feel unwelcome and mm -hmm. not normal? Right. 
Right, because you have not learned the ways of our of our annexed culture. Because that's a lot of what this is. Is a lot of it is this. You know, it it's. It, it's the conversations that are had in the other room. It's the conversations that are had in the bar with in the, the chat room. Yeah. in the chat room or, or the bar without the windows or whatever. And so, um, you know, and we, of course we've talked about this so many times. It's like gay culture is changing. Like anything's changing. You know, people who live in New York, it's the same conversation. New York's changing. New York's always changing. Right. And it, and the way it was in your formative years is how you think it should be. Cause that's what makes the most sense to you. And I think it's the same way with being gay. I think there's a lot of people who grew up gay and then in their formative years, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. But I think there are the things that they reached out for and the things that they connected with and the good that they took from that time is very precious. Sure. Especially during difficult times. Right. The stuff that you connect with and you find solace with and you find identity with is so much more precious. Yeah. And so, yeah, people are going to be super protective of that now. Right. But And shame you when you don't know what, what it is. It's because, like, how I, could you not know who Liza Minnelli is? It's right. Because like, well, to them, it was like, it was like you know the, the the crack of light in the dark. Yeah. But to like a, a millennial gay, it's like oh, I, I just I don't. Need so many that. other things to consume. Yeah. There's light everywhere. Yeah. You know, there's more light than dark in someone for some in, people for, yeah. for in their lives, and they right. don't need that. And right. so um, I get it. I think the shaming is often unconscious. I think it says more about the people who are doing it. Right. And uh, that sense that like the things they hold dear mm. are not as dear to you know in the overall. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that pressure that that, that people feel, and I think that uh, it doesn't, <clears throat> if you don't get the references, the question is not, why don't you get them? It's to your point, well, what are you interested in? Sure. You know, because uh, if you're gay and you're interested in something, then I guess it means that this is something gay people are interested in. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to bring up that tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mary's, if you have uh, any thoughts, any thoughts at all on that tweet, on All Stars 2 uh, or All Stars 1, mm-hmm. um, and maybe why this is going off the road. There was something else we wanted to do. Oh, Alexis Mateo. Like, what, mm-hmm. what's so great about Alexis Mateo? Tell us. You can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary, or you can reach out to us via email at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. Right. Clearly, that's W. Right times, but we can't help not to and contact contact us there, uh, and and yeah, let us know. We'd love yeah. to hear from you. And of course, um, before you know the iTunes speech, uh, it's worth mentioning to our uh, matreons and our potential matreons that our next bonus episode for our Patreon subscribers is going to be Clue, mm. which we've got many requests for. We're very excited about, um, and so that is going to be flames at the side, on of, the my side of my face. I I have two words for you. Eileen Brennan. Oh my God. Eileen Brennan, Pippi Longstocking. Everything I have to say about Clue has to do with Eileen Brennan. Oh my Brennan. God. Eileen Brennan is fantastic. So if you want to hear us queen the fuck out about Eileen Brennan. <laughs> And Madeline Kahn and for that Madeline yeah. Kahn yeah. and Leslie Ann Warren oh God, and Leslie everybody Warren. else in that movie. Um, uh, it's I I it's uh, well we'll save it for the Patreon. Yeah. Um, if you're interested, you can head over, head over to patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. This episode is going to be available for our five dollar and up Patreons. There you go, Mary, um, and that'll be out uh, later this week. Um, and also, you can head over to iTunes as usual, and you could leave us a rating, you could leave us a review, and okay. you could let other Marys and potential Marys out That's there know. Fun. That we are a podcast, a drag race podcast, worth their time, talent, and energy. Holla. Holla. Uh, last chance lip sync. I think you had this one. I 
happen to love this song. And if you're gay and you don't know this song, get out. <laughs> it's actually so funny that this that's where the conversation went. We did not plan this that this week's last chance lip sync is in fact a Judy Garland song. Mm. This, Who's Judy Garland? I don't know her. Oh, is that um who is that? Who's Judy Garland? Was she in uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane? <laughs> um Ow. Did I ever tell you that my dad asked me uh, he said, "John, why do all the gay? Why are all the gays obsessed with Judy Garland?" Ugh. And I had to sit down with him and talk to him about the Wizard of Oz. I had to talk about her struggle. I had to talk about Liza Minnelli. I had to talk about all her movies. And he was like, "Oh my God!" It was like his brain was yeah. like completely was expanded. The miseducation of Lauren Hill. <laughs> yeah, it just. <laughs> Uh, everything is everything Mary. everything is every everything. ghetto every city <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that thing that yeah, thing yeah, 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 yeah. lost ones yeah <laughs> to zion <laughs> no i can't play that game as well with lauren hills like i with alanis oh because my, I, oh, okay, I only know can. like right, two right, right, yeah right, right. um can develop i develop a negative into a positive right. picture yeah, yeah can i make fuji's references <laughs> ready or not <laughs> here i come yeah. um <laughs> you can't hide uh, <laughs> so um speaking of which so our last chance lip sync this week is and it's a song that I'm having a hard time connecting with because it's currently Arctic weather in New York. Oh. But this is an amazing over the top. I'm going to we're going to play you out the crescendo of the song, but it's worth hearing the whole thing. This is Judy Garland. I happen to like New York and I'm Colin. Oh, and I'm Johnny. And do you want to talk to me too? 